Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from Wednesday, September 8th of 2021. Um, you guys, I'm not going to lie, I'm on the struggle bus today. I just am not doing great. So we're just going to jump in and get through this. We have something from everyone, which is lovely. Um, really it is. I just struggling a bit. I'm just struggling a bit. It's, uh, I don't know why. It's just been a hard day for some reason. So anyway, we are going to jump right in and we are going to start with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. In Belgium, we have a couple of different events. Um, So King Philippe started his day. He received the credentials from the new ambassadors. Um, So he met with four new ambassadors from Bhutan, Vietnam, Mexico, and Guatemala. Um, It's really interesting because the royal household didn't actually release any photos of this. They just had it on their website, which is very strange for them to do. Um, They don't do that very often where they skip things. Like, there are some royal households that don't put everything on their social media, which is fine. Um, But, like, Belgium is not usually one of them, so Belgium is pretty diligent about putting their events on social media. Um, And they put the other two for today on. They also just, like, don't have quality pictures um, of the event, which is, again, fine. Um, It's just different. It's also, I wonder if that was a thing that they were doing. Um, in the in the pandemic era because there just wasn't a lot else happening um, but because I only followed for such a short amount of time in January of 2020 and like early on in 2020 before the pandemic I just don't know um, so that was really interesting um, but then he also today visited a youth center in I believe Moroles um, I said that in a non- French accent. I said it with a Spanish accent. Anyway, um, so he visited this center to learn about the activities and workshops that are offered there. Um, it looks like it was really geared towards like teen youth, which I think is really good um, and really important. And yeah, that's all the information I could find on it. Like, basically everything in the tweet was pretty standard. Um, So, again, fine, just a little bit different. So, that is what was going on for King Philippe. And then today, Queen Mathilde also participated in a virtual event uh, hosted by the United Nations on mental health and peace building. Um, So, she gave a speech ahead of the event. So, she was like the keynote speaker um, where she talked a lot about prevention measures and different things along those lines um, in terms of both mental health and also um, peace building and peacekeeping missions that the UN do. Um, in like civil war torn countries or just um, various countries that need this. So a busy day for the Belgian royal family. Um, Lots to update on there. Um, And now we are going to move over to the British royal family.
United Kingdom. In the UK today, there was one event. So apparently the Duchess of Cornwall's event in London last week was a fluke uh, because today they were both back in Scotland. So the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall took on a few engagements today in Glasgow, which is in Scotland. Um, they visited the Kelvin Grove Art Gallery and Museum to mark its 120th anniversary. So this is really cool. It's the one of the last um, functional art galleries from Queen Victoria's age. Um, so that's really cool. And then in the afternoon, uh, they split, well, the Prince of Wales visited the Govan Home and Education Link Project or Govan Help um, in Glasgow that is a like community-based um, organization that works on various supportive projects to support the community. Um, so that was his event. I just want to comment like really quickly, again, not a fashion podcast by any stretch of the imagination. Certainly not a thing that like I should even come close to talking about sometimes, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not sure why Charles uses the face mask he does. I appreciate that he's wearing one, like, given that the UK's situation and the UK rules, like, yay for him doing that. Um, but it's just a very interesting choice. It's very strange. I can't tell if it has the Prince of Wales feathers on it. I don't think it does. Um, I think it's just, like, a completely random thing that he's really into, and it cracks me up. It is the funniest mask, um, like, face mask that I have seen. And I've seen some, like... It's not funny like it's meant to be a joke. It's just of the royal ones we have seen. His shows the most character. And I don't know that that's like that's not in and of itself funny. It's just like of course his is the one that stands out. Um the Duchess of Cornwall Camilla has some really interesting face masks as well that I just I find it funny. I don't know why I find it funny. I just do um I think because everyone else who wears a face mask wears typically boring ones. Um, you know, the Duchess of Cambridge wears, like, a specific one, and she has it in every color, which, like, I feel that. my I, I've mentioned this before. I don't typically wear cloth masks. I wear um, medical, like, paper masks. They're just more comfortable for me. Um, but I, I work uh, where I work. I wear a cloth mask because it just makes more sense. Um, and so my cloth masks, I just own the same brand in like several different variations now because they're really comfortable. <clears throat> um, and like they're almost as good as paper masks to me in terms of like breathability. Um, for those who don't know, I just have a really hard time breathing sometimes, especially with masks on. I, everyone does. Um, I certainly still wear my mask. It's not a, a problem. I just had to find a mask that worked for me. Um, and that ended up being like paper medical folding masks. Um, that it just, they work better for me. So that's what I use. Um, for a while I didn't wear a mask and then I think people in the States will forever be in masks. It's just the way it is now. Um, and that's okay. All, you know, I found my, my faves and we'll, we'll wear them. Um, so anyway, that is the update. I just found Charles's mask really funny. Um, we do see the print or the 
Duke of Cambridge tomorrow um, for his first engagement after the summer. I'm trying to think, and I think the last time we saw him was, was it the Euro Cup final? Like, it's probable that that's when it was. It seems very likely that that's the last time we saw him. Which, for reference, was, like, the end of July. So, there's that. Um, but anyway, so that's what's going on in the UK, and so now we are going to move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. lot going on in Denmark. Like, I really thought it was going to be just Crumb Princess Mary's trip to Italy, and that was, like, not it at all today. Um, so first we'll go with Queen Margrethe, who attended the movie premiere of Mar- Margrethe the First, um, who was, who is Queen Margrethe's namesake. Um, but she was the queen of Denmark and probably Norway, Um, which also means Sweden in this context. And so she maybe was even like the unifier of the three countries. Because for a while, the three countries were like all a country. Um, And then they split off and Denmark was its own thing. And then Norway and Sweden were its own country. And then Norway separated um, from Sweden fairly recently. Like not super recently, but King Harald is... I believe just the third king of Norway, um, which is pretty recently. And so, um, Margrethe the first was a queen consort. Um, and she also then became queen regent for her two year old son who was elected king of Denmark. Um, which is how that works. So fun fact, you, for these like newer countries that created monarchies, Denmark is not a new country, but like when they picked their monarch, it's an election situation. Just saying like, it's a choice. It's a political choice. Um, so like, for example, Belgium, like picked its own king, uh, and picked Leopold, and the Netherlands did the same thing. Uh, they picked their own king from the Prince of Orange, um, and that's just like how that existed. Uh, Spain is kind of similar in that they picked, uh, well, sort of. They did not pick. It was picked for them. Um, that Juan Carlos would be the successor to the dictator Franco. Um, like Franco picked him, hand selected him, which is not fair. And I'll give the Spanish people that, um, like they didn't really have a choice in whether they were going with a monarchy or not. It was thrust upon them. And then, um, the, the one smart brain cell that Juan Carlos had was to make his country a democracy, but not let himself, not let the country choose whether he would be king or not. That part was just a given. The democracy was the good part. Um, but anyway, that's my little spiel. Um, I just think it's funny that, like, these kings are supposedly holy and next to God, but, like, are picked. Now, they are all from royal families, I understand, but, like, still, (laughs) they are just picked. 
Um, so anyway, she was the queen regent for her son, who was two, who was the king of Denmark. Um, and then she became queen regent for her other minor child, who was king of Norway. Um, another son. So very interesting. Um, I probably will figure out how to watch that movie when it's like reasonable to do so. Um, I highly doubt I can find any version of it right now, um, especially with English subtitles. So, um, that is the first bit of the Danish royal family's events today. Um, next we have Crown Prince Frederick, who visited the Royal Run side project, um, which is a accessory event to the Royal Run, which takes place on Sunday. I'm so excited for this event. You guys have no idea. It's unreal. Um, I don't know why other than like, it just kept getting postponed last year because obviously, and like it got postponed once this year and like now it's actually happening. Um, and also for those who are keeping track with me, um, I said, I really wonder if, like, handshakes are going to be back in Denmark because Denmark no longer has any, like, COVID regulations um, because of their vaccination rate and how well the country is doing in terms of transmission and things like that. They were able to, like, live COVID. They're trying to, like, go back to normal life. Um, and Crown Prince Frederick was shaking hands today. It shocked me to the point I almost had tears because I hadn't seen that in so long. Um, I haven't read if there's any backlash on that or anything, um, but like, you guys, just, it feels like there's an end in sight, at least for the seven countries I follow, for some of them, not for all, but for some, but like, man, for me, there's just no end in sight. Um, but anyway, this side project is an accessory to the Royal Run um, that doesn't involve, like, a physical race. Um, so there are different projects, different events that happen that are still um, really engaging and, like, community building and have a competition element to them, but they're not a physical, like, race. They're not a run or anything like that, so it's not as physically taxing. Um, so that was really cool. Um, but really my, my key takeaway was the, uh, the handshake. I think there was only one, but still like I'm hanging on to it for dear life because it was amazing. Um, and then finally we have Crown Princess Mary who was in Milan for the second day of Milan Design Week. Um, today her focus was on, um, Danish designers, furniture builders, and like textile companies. So she visited a few of those locations um, because Milan Design Week is all about like furniture design and uh, home everything, like home interior decorating, etc. Um, so she visited a few of the Danish stores that are in Milan and also set up for Design Week. Um, so that was really, really cool. I believe today is her last day there. Um, I don't think they have anything on the calendar for tomorrow. So I believe today is her last day there. Um, and then Royal Run this weekend is the next time we will see her. And that is, like I said, on Sunday. Um, so that is what was going on in Denmark today. It was a really fun day. Lots of learning. Um, and so with that, we are going to go ahead and move over to the Netherlands. The Netherlands. 
was relatively quiet in the Netherlands given um, the busyness of the past few days, but I will say there were still a good few things. It's just they weren't highly talked about. Um, so this morning, King Willem Alexander received the credentials from new ambassadors. Um, he received the credentials from the new ambassadors from um, Pakistan, Malaysia, and Denmark. Um, and so that was something, and just like a little throwback to Belgium and what, you know, they publicize and don't. So the Dutch royal family never publicizes the ambassador credentials. I don't know why, um, but they just don't. But it is still a very similar setup. Um, the ambassadors arrive in carriages to the palace. They present their credentials. It's very formal. The only thing that is like mildly different versus um some of the counterparts is king william alexander doesn't wear like a military uniform um that's not his like gala code and so like in sweden and spain and belgium they all do wear their military uniforms um and i don't know about norway i when crown prince akun was doing it they released a picture of that yesterday he didn't but he wasn't He's not king, he was regent, so I'm like, I don't really know, um, I don't know what the, the Norwegian protocol is in terms of that, but, like, for, um, Denmark and the United Kingdom, the queens do not wear, like, gala, they wear, like, day wear, um, and so King Willem Alexander will wear a morning coat, um, that, like, is tails, but it, a suit, like, with the Windsor tie, I don't know, it's a very specific look um I don't even think I just said specific but that's what I meant to say I really think Pacific came out of my mouth I don't know I'll find out in editing I'm still gonna keep this in there though um okay so that was the first event and then King Willem Alexander also had a meeting today with the president of Suriname who is on a working visit to the Netherlands to continue their strengthened relationships bilateral relationship that is what the press release said. Um, they did release a photo of that, although I still don't think they released that on social media either. Maybe they did. I don't remember. I didn't find it. Yeah, I did find it on social media. Okay, so they did. Um, I literally just saved pictures and I already forget what I did. <sighs> oh boy. Okay, so that is what was going on in the Netherlands. Not a huge update there. Um, there are a few events scheduled for tomorrow as well, so we are in full swing, guys. We are just in full swing. So much for, like, a slow swim back to normal for, for this, uh, week. I really thought it was going to be a little slower, and it just is not. And that's okay. I love it, but it's been a hard week, um, just while I continue to adapt to things. Um, but I have no doubt that I will be able to. I just got to, one, not be still sick, and two, uh, get in a good routine, which I'm getting there. I just, I'm changing a lot, so I'm changing my recording time, and, like, that's not going well for me so far. Um, and tomorrow's going to be a really tough, tough day, but we'll see how it goes. Um, so with that, we are going to leave the Netherlands and move over to the Norwegian royal household. Norway.
in Norway today, there were, there was, I guess, technically two events. So a couple of days ago, I mentioned that there was an event going on um, that was taking place over three days that they, I expected them to announce um, today after it was over, which they did. Um, and the reason being that it was actually a military thing. So Crown Prince Akun visited the land defense operation in Finnmark um, with the Norwegian Army. Army, I would assume, land defense is army, typically. Um, so he was up there for a few days learning about the different operations going on um, in that area. So obviously that's like a, a security thing why they hadn't released too much of it. Um, I will say it looked cold, which of course it did. It's like northern Norway, I think. Um, but still, it looked very cold, uh, which is you know, very sad. I don't know. I don't like being cold, which is interesting. Um, I just don't like being cold. I so live in the wrong part of the States for what my body enjoys climate wise. Um, but anyway, uh, so it looked cold and I am really out of my depth. And also they didn't release a ton of information, um, obviously because it's like national security, national defense operations and things like that. So they can't release a ton, um, other than he was focused on operations, but they did release a couple of pictures, um, which is how I know it looked cold. So that was the first update. Um, and then also today, but probably not actually today, like it was a pre-recorded thing sent out today. Um, Crown Prince Akun opened the boys campus conference which is a meeting focused on the societal challenge um, that norway is having of young boys dropping out of school work um and that it says and community which makes sense because if you drop out of school and you drop out of work you really don't have much else going on um and so this conference boys campus is set out to solve that problem um because one that he's, has a huge impact on like the singular person who has um, stopped participating in this these things um, it has a huge impact on them but two it also creates like a societal wave um, aftershock of that um, where there's a less there's one less body in the workforce which can lead to um, underserved areas like it's just a ripple effect of not good things. So figuring out how to solve that challenge early and quickly um, and prevention measures are really, really important. So that is what I think the conversation was about um, based on everything that I read. So that is the update from Norway. Again, not like a huge amount of events, but when it's, it's something from everybody like this, you know, it feels like a very momentous day. Um, so with all of that, we are going to move over now to the Spanish royal family. Spain. Today in Spain was a day of um, pretty expected events. So, not that they weren't fun, but like, 
they were expected. Um, they follow a similar pattern. So today, King Felipe held a meeting with the outgoing Secretary General of Ibero-America, um, which is that organization or alliance of um, the Iberian Peninsula and most of Latin America. Um, not all of, but most of. And so, uh, like I said, the Secretary General is outgoing, so this was like the final meeting between King Felipe and um, her. So that was uh, the first thing. And then the second thing, which is one of arguably my favorite events of on the Spanish royal calendar, like at least that Queen Letizia does solo. So, like, obviously, like, the big family events are way more fun um, to talk about, but, like, even this one is just really cute, um, and it's really just because, like, Queen Letizia and small children is, like, my jam. It's one of my favorite things. Um, a lot of the queens and uh, crown princesses have this, but, like, I don't know, with Letizia, it's, like, a holy level. Um, so anyway, today she opened the, she officially opened the 2021-2022 school year um, at a primary school and then a secondary school in Zar Zaragoza. Yeah, Zaragoza. Um, so what I just love about this is like children are really unpredictable and they're always so spontaneous and fun. Um, as a person who now works with children every single day of my life, like every single day I'm at work, um, they're just the funniest humans in the world. And it's just really enter entertaining because some days they have like really great days and they say the funniest things. And then other days it's like, oh, well, this was cool. Uh, or they're just like having really bad days. Like today I made a baby cry and it was really sad. But then I had a child who was like laughing hysterically because she thought I was so funny. Um, so it's just like a wide variety of things and it's just fun. But like with, with this event, um, you know, obviously the children know like, oh, we have a special visitor coming. It's the queen, like all of these things. Right. And they know her name is Queen Letizia. And so there's a video moment of Queen Letizia like introducing herself to a little girl and she just says like oh I'm Letizia like she doesn't say queen whatever like she doesn't do that and then this child just like loses her mind and go runs and hugs her like she just loses all sense of like propriety which is fine and I love it um and that's why this is like one of my favorite events because there's always something so spontaneous that happens at this that it's like really funny and entertaining um, so it's just one of my favorite days, um, that happen in, especially in September where it's just like days full of these annual events that happen every year. So like coming down the pike, when I talk about things that happen every year, probably next week, Queen Letizia will open the, um, like course for like technology schools, um, to like higher education, like tech training trade schools, um, King Felipe will open the college year. Like, it's just a lot of expected things. Um, and they're all really fun. And, like, there's some other things that I'm sure are going to be thrown in that are new and different. But for the most part, like, this is this is what we're getting. Um, and I'm sure there's ones I'm forgetting. So, that this is just, like, one of my favorite, like, annual things. Because kids are hilarious. Um, so anyway, that is the update from the Spanish royal family, 
And now we are going to move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. In Sweden today, obviously the biggest event um, is that day two of the German state visit to Sweden. And wow, um, I just had this one guessed all wrong. I did not expect the royal family to participate in the state visit as much as they did. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. I guess because I one, I haven't seen like that many state visits this closely in terms of like what I'm watching um and two like the few outgoing ones that I have seen like the other the welcoming head of state was not involved in every event like the Swedish have been um and so this is kind of what I love right is like comparing and contrasting these these royal families because they all virtually ser serve the same function I mean they do they're all kings and queens etc um but the way they execute their role is a little bit different and I just think it's fun to see. Um, so today uh, King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia welcomed the German presidential couple to Drottningholm which is the official residence of King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia. That is where they primarily live. Um, of course they have all the other palaces but that is like their home. Um, and so they went there they did a little welcome like tea i think maybe and then gave a tour around the the castle and then after that was the official lunch um, which the entire swedish royal family participated in so i haven't seen like the royal household didn't release a ton of great pictures from the lunch but like obviously king carl gustav and queen sylvia were there with the presidential couple crown princess victoria and prince daniel were there and then from i think the photos i so I think Prince Carl Philip and Princess Sophia were also there. Um, so that was great. Um, and then in the afternoon, King Carl Gustav and President Steinmeier um, ver visited various organizations. So like one was Scania, which is a transportation company that is owned or was bought by Volkswagen, which is a German-owned ma uh, car manufacturer. And then... Um, Queen Sylvia and the First Lady of Germany visited um, the Sylvia home, which I talked about, which is like that center for dementia care. They also visited the German school in Stockholm. So they just visited like various organizations that um, really focused on that relationship between Germany and Sweden together, um, which is really great. And then it looks like tomorrow... Um, King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia will participate in like the final day of things. Um, so we'll certainly talk about that tomorrow. Um, so with all of that, that is the end of this episode. I hope I didn't go through that too fast. Um, I certainly am, am trying to make my episodes not short, but like between 30 and 35 minutes. Um, that used to be the goal. And then... In August, it kind of get like in July, they're really short. In August, they're really long because they're weekly. Um, so just getting back in this 35-minute 
space is really important. Um, so that is what is going on. Um, tomorrow will be the last episode for the week. So we'll talk about all of the Thursday events. Um, and then I'll record again on Sunday and that'll be everything from Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, and that'll be the schedule. So the posting schedule doesn't change yet. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't have to, but right now it is certainly going to stay as is. Um, and so with that update, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic day. Bye.